Welcome to the Wizarding Sports Network. I'm Austin Alfrey. And I'm Elijah Thomas. And this is your number one news source for the American Quidditch League. Yes, we are two weeks out of the ah, new season. I am so excited for the season happening starting in two weeks. Elijah, how are you feeling about it this year? You know, I'm feeling good. It's shaping up to be a real good season. I mean, the off-season moves that are happening... The, cha- the teams are changing. The tides are changing. It's going to it's gonna look different. It's going to be a fun year. So I'm I'm pumped. I cannot wait for this season to start. And we have quite a few matches going into this year. Looking at the upcoming schedule, I mean, each team is going to play every other team at least once. If they're in their division, they're going to play them twice. You're going to get some of those of- bitter rivalries going. <sighs> oh, my good. goodness. And we have some very early bitter rivalries coming up, too. I mean, there are a few teams that I'm excited to see just head off right at the beginning of the season. Yeah, I mean, you're also going to see how everybody stacks up against each other. So you're going to go into the playoffs knowing your competitors. You're going to be able to see how people are really going to be playing against each other. So I think it's going to make it a really good season, even outside of just the regular season. Two weeks away. Can't come fast enough. All right, Wizards, Witches, are you guys ready to hear what the betting goblins, what the goblins are saying about those betting lines of who is the top teams in the American Quidditch League? We are the Wizarding Sports Network, so we are going to tell you. Elijah, give us those top three teams. Who are they saying we should put our gold on? All right. Sitting at number one to most people's uh, you know, list is... The Phoenix Frost. Oh, yes, those Phoenix Frost. They came so close to winning their first ever championship last Phoenix year. Phoenix never first. I know. That I mean, is that is the saying. Phoenix never first. They've never won first place, but they do have, and it's their least favorite favorite stat, they do have the most second place finishes in any of any team. Yes, they are the number one loser. Uh you know, okay, they okay. Yeah. It's I mean, it's true. You know, you look at that stat, they the first the most second places. If any team, I would not want that stat on my name. So hey, there's some worse stats that you can have in this league. So number two, yeah, you hold we a lot have, of them. Oh, okay. Yeah. We're not talking about my playing career okay. right now. We will talk. I'm sure we'll get on that some other time. We are not going to talk about some of those awful stats that have been brought up. It's fine. It's fine. I'm fine. It's Let, fine. Moving on to number two, we got Boston Basilisks. Yes, the Boston Basilisks. I can't just tell them about the Boston Basilisks. <laughs> the Boston Basilisks, I mean, they uh, they were dominant during the postseason. They were dominant the entire season. I mean, if it wasn't for the Cinderella story that we're going to talk about later. Cinderella? Are you are you like a nomad now? A Cinderella story coming hey. from the bottom? They needed something. I mean, they didn't come from the bottom. They were a strong, fantastic team last year. Yeah, but we're not talking about Chicago. We're talking about Boston right now. Boston was the most dynamic team, I think, of the entire season last season. So, them being number two, I feel like they should have been slotted number one. We'll talk about different, you know, expectations, different ways that we could have uh, listed this. But Boston Basilisk, great team, great spot there. All right, number three, who do we have? We got the winners of last season, Chicago Tornadoes. Chicago Tornadoes, what a strong ending to their season last year. Some would call it a fluke. So, oh, it, not no, not a fluke. They won the championship. They Thanks came to the refs. They ah. All right. They came out of nowhere. They played some great Quidditch. They flew well. They had a strong seeker in Chad and they finished top. So I think that three position, that is a fair position. At number four, we have the California Shadows. 
fantastic team. I thought they could win last year. It was, that was a fluke play to yep. end their season. Their keeper got injured, weren't able to finish as strongly as they wanted to. California coming in four. Number five, we have the Florida Fire Eaters. What a great team they are going to be this year. And what a great story. I mean, you got Chad making his homecoming. I mean, everything that is circling around him from the finish of Chicago Tornadoes last season, he is coming home. He's going to be a great just spot for them and a great icon for the Florida Fire Eaters. And I mean, outside of the coaching issue, outside of the GM issue, it's going to be a good season for it's them. It's going to be a great season for them. Who do we have at number six? Number six, we've got the Charlotte Tridents. I mean, it's in the middle of the pack. We're in that kind of area. Of, like, I was these actually be changed expecting out. them to be a, a little bit higher. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's kind of a fair spot for them. Kind of in the upper half of the, the teams here. At number seven, we got the Colorado Yetis. And then at number eight, we got the Tennessee Thunderbirds. That is a veteran team right there. It's a great team, fun team to watch. I mean, always dynamic in the South, always dominant in the South. So they're a fun team to watch. All right. Number nine, we have the New York Champs. That is one of the original teams of this league, but lately they just haven't been able to put a lot together. They've been mediocre at best. I mean, they the oldest teams in the league, I mean, they're kind of just like the icons of the league, but hey, it is what it is. I mean, the Phoenix Frost were one of those original teams and look where they are so i mean first we oh okay all right well we're going to keep on going number 10 we have the michigan mastiffs again another one of those okay teams they're going to be doing fine though they're going to put some wins together they might have a pretty good season we don't know we're still trying to figure all this out (laughs) it's preseason where are we going to put our gold all righty who do we have at 11 at 11 we got the pittsburgh wasp i mean you got some of the you got the oldest player in the league right now uh, and he's still as great as ever. And so mm. we got Ireland Tucker on that team. I, Pittsburgh Wasp. So. Ireland Tucker may not be as great as ever, but I think he's going to be a solid bench warmer for that team. Okay. That's, All right. That's okay. All right. We'll get to that later. But number 12, we have the Las Vegas Leprechauns. Yep. Yep. They're Tell there. A team. Talk they're, about a team that you can forget. Absolutely. You know? All right. Number 13, we number have 13, the Washington, Washington War Wings. Wings. Why do you think they deserve to be down here? It's it's to be determined at this moment. I mean, they're a young team. So okay. I think that, you know, the goblins don't believe in the young people. Yeah. I mean, we see that year in year. That uh, is true. So they're going to be a fun team. I, I mean, again, again, we're going to go over our you know, standings here in a little bit, but I think that the goblins were a little bit harsh on them. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. All righty. Number 14, we have those Louisiana Lances. Yep, down there at 14. I think they have some chances to get up there, especially in the conference that they are in. I think that they have some chances to make some moves, make some big plays, but we'll have to see what happens. And that's it. There's nobody else worth mentioning. there is a 15th team. There's nobody else worth mentioning. There is a Houston Horseman down there in the 15th spot. Hey, this could be their upset year. I said, Elijah, I this could be the this could be the year that they are not 15th in the league. I believe that they'll be they, 16th. Yeah, <laughs> this is not an expansion year. They will not be 16th in the league. Houston Horsemen, you know what? They're a team. They and are a team. Well. That is that is a true statement. And they are with a team. That hard hitting journalism right there. We're going to go ahead and go to our preseason predictions, where we are actually. We've heard what the Goblins are going to say. We've heard where they are saying we should put our gold. Mm-hmm. But I know what you really want. You want to know where we are going to put our gold this season. So, Elijah, start us off. Who are your top three teams? Start us off. Number one. Number one. This is this is going to be a good one. Oh, I can't wait. 
This is mm-hmm. the one, the only Tennessee Thunderbirds. I yep. said, no, 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 no. I said number one. Who was your number one pick? And I said, number one, the Tennessee Thunderbirds. Put it on paper. Put your gold on them. Cash out on the odds right now. They are going to be the number one team at the end of the regular season. So I have an auto-correcting quilt, and it is not letting me put down the Tennessee Thunderbirds because it is such a ridiculous pick. I mean, it's not a ridiculous pick. You look at how the season is going to pan out this year. You're going to be facing the people inside of your division most. They're going to win the South if they can capitalize on top of those points. They're going to be at the top of the league. I think that they're going to pull it off. Not to mention, they've got some of the best players. And I just have to say one player's name, and that's Stella Ann. Ooh, all right. Stella Ann Baker, when you bring her up, she is a phenomenal force on that team. She is a beater. She has the most broom removals of anyone in the league. Averaging one per game. One broom removal per game. That's not a broken wrist. That's not a fractured skull. That is a broom removal. You are actually removing a witch or a wizard off their broom in mid-flight that's going to be hard for a lot of teams to contend with. That, and you've got her paired up with the homegrown Jack Thomas from Pittsburgh for that draft pick. I mean, this that that beatered squad is going to be absolutely dynamic. They're going to be incredible. They're going to be hard to beat. They are going to be a defense that is hard to beat. That is correct. But I don't know if they're going to be able to score the points that they really need to win matches. That's the thing that I have the biggest question about. I mean, you look at Jeremiah uh, Shrewberry, mm-hmm. you know, you got the chaser, you yep. got the person who can really kind of just go out there yeah. and score you a lot of points. He's very stable. He's experienced. I think that this is his last run for a good cup. I mean, we'll see. I think that they're a solid team. I think that they will at least take the number one spot in the regular season, especially how the divisions are matched up this year. Okay. You might have convinced me you haven't. But you almost did. Good job. Good I mean, job. They Way don't have go. chat on their team, so I'm not going to convince you. Uh, all right. Well, we'll figure that out later. All right. Number two, who is your pick for this slot? Number two. This is the hottest take of them all. All I right. Think. I'm ready this for it. This is the Boston Basilisk. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> your <laughs> yeah. hot take is that you chose the second chosen uh, team as not. your number two choice? Absolutely not. That they, is phenomenal yeah, right there. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm going with the safe pick here. Okay. It's, it's Boston Basilisk. I already said what I had to say about them. They are a solid team. They were one of the more solid teams last season. I think that the Goblins had it right in number two. Um, I think they, they took could, the Atlantic division. They did. They did. And they're going to want to continue to take that Atlantic division. They're going to be the strongest team inside of that division. You know, I think that they shouldn't have been under the Phoenix Frost, obviously, but mm-hmm. I, th- I do think they are going to play second fiddle to Tennessee Thunderbirds, but that does not mean that they are going to be bad by any means. So wow. Boston Basilisks. I mean, they only have to beat Tennessee once this year, okay? Tennessee's yeah. in the Southern Division. They only have to beat them once. I know that's been a problem for them lately, but they yeah. only have to beat them once this year. Yeah. That's so, going to be a great match. It's going to be an amazing match, and that's going to be the number one number two match. Now, the matchup I'm really looking forward to is actually their matchup against California, where they knocked this great team that was in huge contention for the championship, knocked them out early. I think California is going to actually try to get some revenge on them. Yeah. They're going to have to look out for it. It's going to be good. There's some bad blood between the two of them. They're one of the more exciting uh, teams coming up in the league. So uh, hand in hand, I think they're going to be a fun team to watch. Oh, for sure. All righty. Who is your number three choice? Let's hear it. This is 
the ultimate snub from the goblins. This is the team that got absolutely no love, and I'm going to give them the praise, the recognition for what they did in this offseason. It is the Washington War Wings. Yes, that is right. You heard it right. I know you're stunned, but it is the Washington War Wings. That might Wings. be the first time I've ever been speechless in my life. You said the Washington War Wings is your third choice that's where you're going to put your gold is the Washington War Wings. Yeah, I mean, look, they've got a young team. Yes. Uh, there, there, there's no doubt about it. They've got some They have a young team and a young coach. It's his second year coaching. Yeah, but I mean, they're that means that they have nothing to lose. They're going to go out there and play absolutely just on fire. And it's going to be so much fun to watch. I mean, you got Anthony Giles, who was sitting on the second line in New York, has only three matches in his career i mean new york the bench new york didn't let him fly quite literally i mean he is a young star the possibilities are endless not to mention you have spencer leafland who is on, on a whole new like level he's coming over from overseas that's he's, because he was kicked out of his last league for being way too physical and being a jerk of a player i mean personality aside we don't need to be going into the personalities of the players he is a great player he made the transition from chaser to beater because that's what he was doing already i mean hey if you're good at it where your talents lie i mean he's gonna be he's gonna be the one that everybody so they fears put a bat in his hand and said you know what just go whack people hey, i mean if he's good at it he's good at it you got shane gustavs who was drafted second uh i mean he's yeah, you this have is a coach be a great team. who has been coaching two years yeah. with three new players on their starting yeah. lineup. And you got just the fear of other people. <laughs> they see Leafland, they're going to fly away. They are not going to get near him. That is not going to fly in the American Quidditch League. It's going to be amazing. It's, I can't wait. Uh, oh, right. He's going to be so much fun to watch. So you're telling me mm -hmm. your three choices are mm -hmm. the Tennessee Thunderbirds, yep. mm -hmm. the Boston Basilisk, yep. and the Washington War Wings. Of course. You heard it here. You Put a pin heard on it, it here first. Don't worry. I have a quill on it. Yeah. It's going to happen. It's going to be great. I can't wait to bring this back up at the end of the season. Oh, I guys. can't wait for you to see how wrong you are and how right I am. But speaking, speaking of, of how, how right wrong I am, you are. I knew it. I could feel it. Speaking of how right I am, are you ready for my top three choices? Uh, is it going to be Chad, Chad and Chad? No, because okay. he is not a team by himself. Oh, okay. All right. Number one, are you ready for this? We have the Phoenix Frost. Mm -hmm. And the crowd applauds. I know. Phoenix Frost, my first choice. Put the gold on it. Let's go. Well, you really love to agree with the goblins there, don't you? Just they had it right. They said Phoenix Frost are first. I'm saying Phoenix Frost are first. That's because it's the right choice. They have a phenomenal team coming right out of the gate. I mean, this is a team that was in contention all year long for not only the first place of the league, but the championship in the postseason. Yeah, but it's going to be a rough season. I mean, you also have the fact that coach yes. Jack, uh -huh. he might be dipping. Real quick. No, 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 no. He those rumors in the mm -hmm. offseason that he was going to go coach overseas. Those were just rumors. He is still here. He has proven his loyalty. This team trusts him, and they are going to prove it by putting it together out there on the pitch. He's got one more year on this team. I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't make it to the end of the season. Ooh, now that all right, that's a hot take. 
I disagree because I think that they are bought in on this team. I think he's going to sign an extension. I think that he is what this team needs to really go forward, bring this team together. They're going to make some magic out there on the pitch. I mean, I think that being destroyed by the Chicago Tornadoes, about to lose their coach, I think that their time is up. Phoenix never first are going to be absolutely melted. This is it, guys. This is the year Phoenix for the first. Phoenix for the first. No, Phoenix melted. There is no more frost. Only do. I completely disagree. I completely disagree with your bad puns as well. Is no, this is their year. Let's do it. All right. Let's let's hear this number two. All right. Number two, I have the Chicago Tornadoes. Chicago Tornadoes, last year's championship team. They took some time to get it together in the early part of the season. They did not string together a lot of wins. First part of last season, they got it together at the end, barely made the playoffs, and then they proved that they are the team that everyone thought they would be. Put it together, championship team. Let's hear it. Argue that. I can't roll my eyes loud enough. I knew you could. I knew you could argue that. What is your argument? Let's hear it. Okay, well, first and foremost, the only reason they won was a huge controversy with Chad just coming in out of nowhere and hitting that okay, accidental Chad, contact. Chad yada, the seeker, yada, yada. He accidentally hit a quaffle. The ref did not call it. The game kept playing. Any person and you Chicago ask outside scored. of Chicago says it was the worst call that was blown ever in history of the AQL. I'm just saying. But outside of the controversy and outside of losing the only reason that you actually won a game last season, you have this young keeper in Julian Fitzgerald who was mediocre at best last season. And he's in his second year. I, I don't see it. They're just going to get scored on. So he was mediocre in his rookie year, second year, sophomore season. Let's go. He has been doing work in the offseason. He is going to be a brick wall in front of those hoops. I, I don't know. I I don't believe in them that much. I think that it was a fluke that they made uh, the playoffs last year and then a fluke definitely that they won the championship. So nope. that's a, that's not a really great take. I mean, again, you're agreeing with the goblins. You put the three on the two. So I lock it in Chicago tornadoes. Number two. Are you ready for my third choice? Let's hear it. All right. At number three, I have the Florida fire oh, okay. eaters. Oh, okay. This Florida team oh, okay. with their dragon mascot is going to come from behind I mean, it's not too far from behind. There were number five, or they are number five on this preseason pick. Yep. Um, they they have been a consistent playoff team, and I think that right now they have all of the elements together to make not only a great regular season run, but a deep playoff run. These Florida Fire Eaters, they have it where it counts. They don't have it in certain areas. That is for sure. I can see it right now. In your face. I know that you're going to argue this with me. You only like Florida because of Chad. You Chad. love Chad. Okay. And you're blinded by his hair. All right. You got to get over it, dude. You got to <laughs> get over it. Chad has the best hair in the league. Hands down. No contest. MVP. Uh, most valuable player with hair. But. Um, I mean, I'm not going to argue that they're not going to be a fun team to watch. You've got Chad making his homecoming. Yes. You've got just a really fun young team. I mean, Florida never you takes the Josh, game too you have, serious. You have Sarah Fender. You have Bethany Young. All of those chasers, they are going to score points. Chad's going to get the snitch. Jared's going to have the keeper. Yeah, we but, have, that is a team. Yeah, but your team also needs a coach and a GM, and their fans are trying to run both of them and out of town. they don't have either of those. Yeah. Both right. of them need to be out of That is a very good point, but this is why I think that the acquisition of Chad to the Florida Fire Eaters is going to be such a strong thing for this team. So they can cheat. 
No, oh. because they do not have a coach mm-hmm. that is coaching. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's happening down there. I don't know why no one has put a vanishing charm on him and made him and the GM disappear because I have no idea what kind of team they are running. But they did one thing right. One. That is it. Count it. One thing right. They brought Chad to Florida back to his home roots. That home crowd is going to love him. And I think he is going to bring that locker room together. Now, you mentioned that my playing had a rough sophomore season, but the one thing that I know is that when a locker room is united, they can win some crazy matches. And I think Chad has the ability to do that right there in Florida. All I'm saying is that these are the coldest takes I've ever heard. It's as cold as the Phoenix's trophy uh, room. It's just barren. So I need some they have heat. A few, they have a few like second place banners. Again, hanging. I said what I said. Uh, I need I need a hot take. You need, I, need, right. I need a hot take. What's I, what's your was, best hot take? I was giving the people the best chance of getting their gold and making some more. That's if what I was. They'll make them. gold if they listen to me. All my years in commentating, I'm seeing those things in those teams, the trends, especially the Washington War Wings, the trends of every single team that was just not given a chance. Yep, comes out of nowhere. So. Okay. Listen to me, you'll make some gold. But so let's, you let's, want, let's hear the so hot take. So you want take. a hot take. Let's hear, let's hear a hot take. You want a hot take. All right. Yep. Let me, all right. Looking through these teams, you want a hot take. I got gotcha. you. Okay. Go for it. I think the Pittsburgh Wasp are going to make the playoffs. Let's hear it. Absolutely not. I mean, they they barely missed Absolutely the playoffs last not. year. Yeah, Absolutely not. They, they barely missed the playoffs. They aren't even going to be near the contenders this year. No, I love near. the Pittsburgh Wasps. I love Ireland Tucker, but they are not going to be anywhere well, no, near contenders. The reason this year. that they're going to make the playoffs is Ireland Tucker's not going to play. He's going to be riding the bench. Oh, a hot take on top of a hot take. Ireland Tucker has been on a Pittsburgh team for 15 years. Exactly. He's got the fastest snitch catch for years. No, on Skyler Tucker, their new seeker who's been coming up, he is going to take that place and he is going to be that little extra oomph that this team needs to make the playoffs. I think you're just mad at Ireland for. Or destroying you and your playing time. No, 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 no. I, do, that I, is I think not, that's what it was. This is nothing personal. Ireland and I, great. We have great relationship. No. I, he, what can Ireland do? What can Ireland do really? I mean, he caught the snitch the fastest in so many years. You got the 2008, you got the 2009, 2012, 14, 16 seasons, all of those. Tell me when you're done giving me a history lesson because that is not reason. This is 2022. 2016 was a long time ago. He does not have what it takes. He doesn't have the speed to keep up with these young guys. He does not have the agility to make, to really like be a part of this new league. He does not have what no. it takes. Skylar Lewis is going to Skylar come up. Skylar Lewis can't even make the final roster. Give him two, three games. He's a brand new acquisition. He is right, fresh, young, rookie blood. He is going to take the place of Ireland Tucker in just a few games. Give him some flying time. He has what it takes to help this team. Pittsburgh to the playoffs. That is a, that is a hot take on top of a hot take on top of a hot take. The only player that I can see in that one is Barry Harrison traded from Phoenix. Mm-hmm. They piled a lot of picks from this draft, but uh, I just, I don't know. I don't see it. Yeah, I. it's going to happen. It uh, is going to happen. That is my hot take on top of hot take on hot to hot take. 
That's what you call flapjacks. All righty, here we go. We are going to finish out this first segment. This is the Wizarding Sports Network. We're going to take a short break, but when we come back, we are going to talk about some modern Quidditch scoring, some new rules going into this new season. You don't want to miss it. Again, Austin Alfrey, Elijah Thomas for the Wizarding Sports Network. We'll be right back. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Behind the Magic, where we get to just talk to you as us. My name is Isaac Kirstead. And I'm Nathan Doverspike. And we are so thankful that all of you are listening to the Wizarding Sports Network. This has been such a fun thing to do as friends, but also as fans and people who just love to create stories and love to create fun. Right. And if you're a sports fan, a Potter fan, or a TTRPG fan... Make sure you hit subscribe. Tell your friends about it. This is going to be a great place for new entertainment and a a fun take that we think uh, on a whole new kind of podcast. If you want to support the show, there are a few ways that you can do that. Check out our shop that is coming soon. We're going to have some new merch loaded up there very, very soon. So you can check that out, wizardingsportsnetwork.com. Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram so that way you can check out any of the news, you can see the latest drops, and also you can communicate with us because we really do want you to be a part of the show. So if you have a favorite team, if you have a favorite player, you can find all of that information on the website. You can comment on our hot takes. You can say that they're awful. You can say that they're great, whatever you want, but send us a message and we'd love to interact with you. Without further ado, we're going to jump back into the Wizarding Sports Network. All right, welcome back again. My name is Elijah Thomas here with Austin Alfrey. We want to go over some more of just what we love in Quidditch. And this is going to be about the scoring system. We're going to look at the new rules that were implemented. We know that there are some new fans to Quidditch and some people who just need a little bit of an update what happened in the offseason because we do have some rule changes. Absolutely. So here at the Wizarding Sports Network, we are going to be sure that you are well informed. So First rule, we all know that we have one Quaffle that we are playing with. That's what the Chasers play with, play with yep. and that's going to go um, into the three different scoring hoops. But each hoop is actually a different amount of points. That's something a little bit different here, the American Quidditch League versus over there in Europe. Uh, each hoop is worth a different amount of points. So you have 25 points, 35 points, and 50 points. Now this is where the keeper really has to make that decision which one are they going to guard? Are they going to guard the smaller one that's worth 50, the larger one that's worth 25? That is a decision that these keepers yep. are going to have to make this year. A lot of different tactics are happening with this new rule change. Yeah, and then you also have the reasoning why people are going for faster keepers as well. I mean, you got to try to protect all three if you can. And so oh, for sure, you have a lot of people playing the middle of like the bottom and trying to make sure that they're just trying to keep out as many as possible. And then you also are investing in uh, the the deep beaters that can actually get people off the brooms. That way they're not having as many scoring opportunities. So it's going to be really interesting to see how that actually plays out. And with those different points, it's going to be really fun to see what kind of points we can pull out too. No, for sure. And this is actually a new rule that has, uh, this next rule is one that's uh, come in in the last few years across the board. I love this rule. Definitely changes up gameplay and that is that the snitch is released after 20 minutes of play it is not a right off the bat snitch release where you see seekers going after it the entire time and it immediately just uh, finishes the game this is a 20 minutes at least of play where you have a chance to score some points yeah i mean and only again as usual only the uh the seeker can catch the snitch so that's the only way that the snitch can be caught but yeah i mean the 20 minute change is going to be huge to see 
what does the seeker do during those 20 minutes? Does he help out the goalkeeper? Does he help out the beaters? Does he help out the chasers and to try to score some points? Oh, for sure. Do they sit on the bench and drink, uh, you know, just water the entire time <laughs> and just watch their team. It, it's yet to be determined what can actually be done. This is a whole new world for the, uh, for the seeker, and they can also score points, which I think is a yeah. crazy awesome rule change where they can actually be part of that offense or they can be part of the defense hanging back, helping guard those hoops. They can, of course, hit it inside the keeper yeah. area, but they can still keep them from getting to the hoops. Yeah, I mean, it's it's been really interesting seeing what kind of uh, positions seekers take. A lot of we've seen dynamic ones where they've taken defensive stances. We've seen, you know, the people who are taking the more offensive stance. Mm-hmm. So anywhere between the fast ones and just the strong ones, it's fun to see the seeker position evolve as time has gone by. Absolutely. And it's been really cool. We actually have a uh, fireplace face-to-face coming up with the coach of the Charlotte uh, Tridents. And she is going to talk about a little bit of how she has brought her seeker from a defensive position to that offensive position to Mm -hmm. really be able to score some early points, run at that score, so that way they can have the best chance of when the snitch is caught to be the one with the most points. Yeah, I mean, side note, also, we didn't talk about Charlotte enough, and so I'm excited that we have her on because she is coming up with an incredible team, and the way that she sees the seeker position is going to be really fun to watch play out this entire season. Crazy strategy. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yes. Last rule, whoever catches the snitch gets 100 points, and they do end the game. So they don't get as many points as they have in years past, but they will have that 100-point advantage, and they will end the game lot of course of just like gamesmanship a lot of play some people are trying to keep the other team from catching that snitch it's going to be a crazy year 2022 is looking to be a fantastic season these rule changes will make this game so much more exciting okay wizarding sports network here we have crescenda harold the coach of the charlotte tridents now for you who do not know of crescenda she has a laundry list of a resume that is filled with amazing accomplishments. She was the Quidditch star, and she's been the coach of Charlotte for the last 13 years, and she has led some amazing teams. But not only that, she was actually the coach of the American team when they attended the Quidditch World Cup a few years ago, and unfortunately, they fell short in the semifinals, but that was nothing against Christina. She is a fantastic coach, and we are so excited to have her here for the Fireplace Face-to-Face today. Brought to you by the Flu Powder Company. We are so excited to have her. Krishinda, it is good to hear from you. Thanks for having me. All right. Well, Krishinda, as you are standing coach of the year for the American Quidditch League, is there any added pressure going into this next season? I mean, it's such an honor to hold that title, and I hold it dearly, and I just want to make sure that I am working hard, improving, putting myself in every day, and making sure that my players know I'm there for them and that we're working hard and pushing forward. Man, I love hearing that. I think that you are a really great coach, especially when it comes to thinking outside the box. And a lot of fans have really drawn to your new strategy. So we just want to pick on that a little bit with how you use your seeker as a chaser. How do you train for that double position? Our philosophy is don't just defend, but we want to be offensive. We want to attack. You can't get your points if you're just waiting on the other team. So we want to go in there. We want to start strong. We want to finish strong. And we want to make sure that we are putting everything we've got into getting our points and not just waiting around. So it sounds like you really want to be more offensive-minded than defensive-minded. Is that true? Absolutely. So talk a little bit about that. What 
really is making you feel that offensive need at the beginning of each match? When you start the game off strong, you set the tone for who's in charge and who's controlling the pitch. You don't want to wait for mid-game to start pushing hard. You want to come off, make the other team nervous, make the other team not sure what you're going to do. When you train offensively, you train to push, you train your players to fight hard the whole game, and you never wait for anything. You're going hard and going strong, and we're pushing forward no matter what. I uh, absolutely love the the driving mentality. I think that that's going to speak really well into this, this championship run that you guys are going to go on. And I'm just curious, what do you feel that your team needs to do to take the next step and win a championship? Anything any team needs to do, they need to show up for practice, give it everything they've got every day, making sure that they have their eye on the prize and never backing down, but pushing hard, pushing through, pushing forward, and never letting up and going hard, not just during the game, but during practice to prep for that game. So is there a team that you have your eye on going into the 2023 season? Is there a match that circled that you're like, ooh, I'm excited for this one, I want to win this one? I mean, at this level, every team's going to be good. Every team's going to be at, we're all at a higher level. And so absolutely, there are teams that we are aware of that we're training for. But the biggest thing is no matter who we're playing, whether we think they're our greatest competition or whether we don't, is that we go forward and we push hard and give 100% no matter what the other team's doing, we're going to go hard. Now, in a similar note, and you kind of are, you know, alluding to this, but you have a big task in the Boston, Boston Basilisk Coming up as your first match, how are you preparing for them? Biggest thing is that we aren't letting them get in our head. We aren't thinking about what's going to happen. We're saying, this is our game. This is our strategy. This is how we're going to do it. And we're going to go hard and we're going to push forward. Well, we can't wait to see what Charlotte does, not only going for that Southern Conference title, but also that national championship title. I'd say I'm excited to see my players work hard and to go all the way through and win this championship. Crescendo, it's an absolute honor to have you here on the show. We just appreciate you so much. We're cheering you on. We're excited to see you uh, continue to innovate the game. And again, it's just been a pleasure. So thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. I've enjoyed talking to you all. Again, that was Crescendo Harold, the coach of the Charlotte Tridents. And this is the Wizarding Sports Network. We'll be right back right after this. Are you tired of scouring the wizarding world for the perfect outfit? Do you wish you had a personal stylist that could magically create the perfect look just for you? Well, look no further than the Outpost Clothing Company. Their team of expert wizards and witches will work their magic to curate a personal box of clothing and accessories that fit your unique style and preferences. No matter what you are looking for, they have got you covered. So here's how it works. Simply fill out a style profile, including your sizes, favorite colors, fashion preferences, and, you know, robe of choice. Then their team of magical stylists will hand select items just for you based on your profile and notes you provide. They'll even take into account any special events or occasions you have coming up. Once your box arrives, you'll have five days to try on your new items and decide what to keep. Keep what you love, send back what you don't, and you can even have a prepaid shipping box with an owl to send everything back. No hassle. 
And if you ever need to make any changes to your style profile, it's magic to update. So why wait? Sign up for the Owl Post Clothing Company and experience the magic of a personal stylist tailored just for you. You know what? I can't wait to see what Charlotte does this season. We are looking at a fantastic 2022 season. Elijah, I know we've been getting owls into the studio all show. What are they saying? Yeah, I mean, we've got Louisiana. They are making an argument to be a playoff team. You've got Mr. Gus said uh, with their shakeups, they have a chance. So Mr. Gus, if you're listening, we appreciate it. I don't see Louisiana really kind of making a push, Wait, but you we'll don't? see. I mean, they're always on the outside looking in. They're they're one of those border teams. They can, they cannot. I, I don't know. They're, okay, okay, wait, 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 wait. So, this is the team. Uh, they were fourth place mm-hmm. in their division. Okay, mm-hmm. third yeah. straight year of missing the playoffs, and it has led to a firing of their coach. Mm-hmm. This is what they need to make that big shakeup. You know what? You know what? Wait, 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 wait. Okay, Mr. Gust, Mr. Gust. I might be on board with this take. I think that this could be the sleeper pick that everyone is overlooking. Yes, Louisiana has not been strong the last few seasons, but with this change of coach and with all of these shakeups, I think that they could actually put it all together, bring a team. I'm not saying that they're going to win the playoffs. No, 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 no. But I am saying they are definitely going to win some games and they are probably going to, you know, like bump up in those ratings than what we have them at right now. I mean, I don't know. They cut a beater. They cut two chasers before the playoffs were even over. Their keeper moved to beater. I mean, uh, it's a I'm weird not team. Saying it's a perfect, I'm not saying it's a perfect system, but... It could be a winning combination. Not a lot of winning combination, but enough to get them up in the rankings. Definitely a sleeper team that you don't want to overlook. I could see them having a lot of teams just overlook them, look to the next team on the schedule, come in, swoop in, score some points, bang some heads with their bashing, and just really you know, win a few games, scrape them together. We'll see. I mean, the Southern Division is usually one of the ones that are really just anybody's taking. So. We'll see. It could be their year, but I, I see them as a you know, French whoa, whoa, whoa. team. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Mr. Gust, I think you might've convinced me. Okay. I'm going to go so far out is that, wait, 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 looking at everything, Louisiana lances make the playoffs. I'm going to go get some Louisiana Lance rug, uh, rug, robes right after this. Sign me up. Get me on that team squad. I'm a fan I think they have what it takes. You right here. You heard it now. You love to just feed into hype. No, this is the problem. Hype. This is not hype. This is a strong take based on some data that someone wrote to me. You got you got bullied by Mr. Gust, uh, and it's fair. I understand that you're afraid of Mr. Gust. Mr. Gust, you haven't convinced me yet, but you've convinced my colleague here. Mr. Gust, send me some Louisiana Lance robes. I'm ready to join the fan club. What other mail do we have? All right. So Jenna from Tennessee, she's in and out, and she. He is loving our take on the Thunderbirds. Our take, my take. Let's be honest, it's my take. You can't own uh, that because you got I'm, some love. She said, she said, I am loving your guys's take on the Thunderbirds. Plural. Okay, she might like the banter, but she likes my take. You were, you don't believe in them. I don't believe they're a first place team. 
I don't think that they're that. I no one is anyone that. Well, you crazy? also believe oh, that the Lances are going to make the playoffs, so I don't know how much I credit said you it. have here. I said it. I you know, are but correct. Jenna, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Uh, I'm going to go as far as out to say that I I love you. I love that you're a fan of me. Um, again, my uh, my colleague here, he he'll take credit for what I said. Um, but thank you for believing in me. All right. You have one fan. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. I'll take it. Well, guys, that is all the time we have right here on the Wizarding Sports Network, your number one place for the American Quidditch League's news. I'm Austin Alfrey. I'm Elijah Thomas. Until next time, let the games begin. What do you say?